0: Hello, this is Tim Convoy, the pastor of New Life Community Church located in Nashville, Indiana. I'd like to thank you for visiting our podcast, and I trust that God will just bless you and encourage you and speak to your heart as you listen to this message. Thank you again for joining us, and God bless you. Where would us men be without our wives? But I mean, I meant to say, good job, Ryan. Good Good job, Ryan. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. So we're right around at 3,000 less, but right around that uh, for their, to top it off. 40 some days left to uh, take care of that. So pray that in. God's going to do a great work there. And uh, it's exciting, isn't it? Exciting to say, wow, we are willing to take a year of our life and just go serve on the field on, I mean, how many of us could live on 17,000 for a year because they still have some bills left here. They, they still have to cover that. They still got to live. They still have to do anything and everything that you would imagine around living. So, uh, so, you know, this isn't a one-year vacation. This is a ministry and a sacrificial one to go serve the Lord. So let's just uh, give it up for them and their service again. <laughs> Amen. 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 I'm going to have them, we're going to read Acts chapter 2 for a moment. Now, I realized the time and all that was going on in this service, and, uh, and Glenn asked, you know, he, said, he reminded me that it's, you know, he doesn't want to have to start tying the kids to the chairs down there. And I said, not to worry. He's down working. I said, I've trimmed my message. It's normally 40 minutes. I got it down to 39. We will be out of here. No, 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 just probably down to nine we're just going to uh i just wanted to just spend a a moment and reflect on this chapter father in jesus name continue to meet with us the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. It works in our lives. It cuts out things that doesn't belong. It does surgery in our heart, and it cuts out the the times that we're depressed and discouraged and hurting and hopeless and helpless, Lord. And you put into us a heart of grace that changes us and molds us and makes us and energizes us and uses us. And, And Father, we just pray that your Spirit would just baptize us and move among us and speak to us in such a way that, Father, we are just drawn closer to you. Thank you for all that we've celebrated so far. And as we start, just wrap this up, Father, we just bless you for all that you're doing and all that you're still going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 When I have been looking at what God has been doing in new life, I'll tell you what, it is exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. It's like, wow. Sometimes we get caught up in the routine of going to church that we fail to see the excitement and the expectation that God is still working and he's moving all around us. But sometimes we get caught up in churchianity and we forget biblical Christianity, right? So we want to to see here what as God describes this new thing called the church, the assembly. Because when I look at what God's doing in new life, you know what? What's happening here is a reflection of what first happened here. What God has been doing here in New Life is the same thing he started 2,000 years ago here in chapter 2. So we're just going to just just wrap a bow around this as we look at chapter 2, verse 40. With many other words he, being Peter, warned them, and he pleaded with them save yourself from this corrupt generation in other words peter is preaching and he's saying to them he said listen jesus died on the cross for your sin he was raised from the dead he's at the right hand of the father he is here to save you when he says save yourself from this uh, perverse generation he says means don't listen to the world don't go by what they're going saying. Don't do what they're doing. Don't go in the flow, because I'm here to tell you something. As he said, many are on the broad road that leads to destruction, right? He says, don't go there. He said, I'm persuading you. Get off that road and listen to what God's Spirit has to say. And the scripture, verse 41, said, those who accepted his message. Now, the NIV puts a little bit different... New American Standard and others will say, those who gladly receive. We missed the gladly part. I like the gladly part. Amen? Amen. Those who gladly receive. They're like, woohoo, yeah, I'll take that. I will put my faith in Christ. It wasn't, yeah, I guess I'll get saved. Why not? No, it was, man. They, this has energy, excitement. They gladly received the message. Notice the order. They first received the message of Christ as their Savior. And then they were baptized. And then 3,000 were added to their numbers that day. That's why we see this. Uh, as first, you don't get the cart before the horse. They accepted Christ. Water baptism showed acceptance is an inward thing, right? Water baptism was an outward thing. that Hey, this is what happened to me. And then they joined the assembly there. 3,000 were added that day. Boy, there's an invitation, huh? You think you'd be late to lunch on that invitation? (laughs) Verse 42, they devoted, committed themselves to the apostles' teaching or doctrine. Listen, priority is always, should be, and will be the word of God. Amen? It's got to be the word of God. And fellowship and the breaking of bread. Here we see celebrating even the Lord's table. And to prayer. It doesn't just happen. You prayed into existence. You talk to the Lord. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. Listen, God was moving there, wasn't he? Doing many things. All the believers were together. It also means one accord. And everything and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. We saw this again in the end of chapter 4, remember? That's how it started right in the beginning. Giving, helping, ministering to others. And then he says... Oh, wait a minute, I turned away. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad... There's our word again, amen this is a happy church. Amen. It was glad and sincere hearts. Remember, without wax. That's our word sincere. Without wax. They don't just cover up the cracks in the the pot. He says, no, without wax. Sincere. Sincere hearts. Praising God and enjoying. Whoop! there he goes. Happy again. The favor of all the people and the Lord. There he goes again. Added to the numbers daily, those who are being saved. Amen. Wow! It's like I look at this and I said, "Lord, I look at this chapter and I or these verses." And you can go through and with one word, essentially describe each verse. Verse forty-one, they were a saved church. Forty-two, they were a committed church. Forty-three, they were a living church. Right? They were alive. No one likes it. You don't see this happening in dead churches, right? Living churches. 44, they were a united church. They were together. 45, you could have two there. They were a giving church. They were a generous church. Man, I see that in Ryan and Caitlin's life. Folks here and other places, generous, giving, loving God. 46, they were a content church. Wow, how great to be content. That God is working and moving. And you know what? Content means, I'm good with it, Lord. I'm good with it. I'm good with seeing you work and move. Verse 47, they were an exciting church. They enjoyed things. They were excited what God was doing. And verse 47, they were a growing church. These are evidences of God's Spirit working and God's Spirit alive in ministries. And today, as I think of chapter 2 and I think of these verses and I look at this first church, Then I lift it up and then I look at our church and I say, are we being a reflection of that? And I came away with the the deep conviction and belief that, yes, God is still alive in New Life Community Church. Amen? Amen. He's alive and he's working. And we see it, as we mentioned, in conversions. These folks that are giving their life to Christ and baptism is a living message that Jesus changed my life. Now, I've had people, they would dissect someone's testimony and say, Well, you should have said this. Oh, I should have. We do it ourselves. We give our testimony, and then we say, Well, I should have put this on. I should have made that. I'll tell you what, especially when Seth's got the camera on, when that little red light comes on, fear. (laughs) And then you forget one of the most important things your name. (laughs) Who am I? Who am I? But let me tell you. Praise God for those willing to say, you know what? The bottom line is, I have given my life to Jesus Christ, and not only am I not disappointed, I am not ashamed, and I will stand up here in the waters of baptism and let you know Jesus is my Savior. Amen? That's, That's what I'm talking about. That's conversion. Here at Pentecost, in this day when the church started, they believed. They said, i'll accept christ my savior and i mean right there they marched them right down and they baptized in front of all these people said i am not ashamed of jesus christ as my savior so praise god for what he's doing in the lives of these new believers and and friends i want to encourage you pray for them and you say well some didn't just get saved some been saved a few years listen Whenever you make a spiritual decision, the devil is going to attack you and come after you, and we want you to know that we, as New Life, will be praying you through it. Amen. All right? Amen. We will. Because tomorrow when the devil comes at you, you say, wait a minute. Pastor Tim said this is how it happens. You make a spiritual commitment, the devil attacks. He said, I'm not going to fall for that. Amen? Amen. We're not ignorant of the devil's devices. We know how he operates. The rest of us, we're going to be praying for you. We're going to pray you through as God continues to work there. We celebrate conversions. We have celebrated communion together. Communion is, is what I like to say, common union. That's our word, communion. Common union is the link that connects us together. And we celebrate the Lord's Table communion, common union, Because that connecting link, we want everyone to know the connecting link is not New Life Community Church. The connecting link is not the pastor or the elders, right? The connecting link that connects you to anyone else that put their faith in Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ, right? (laughs) That's what it's. Listen, it's always and has to stay all about Jesus at New Life Community Church amen it's all about jesus if you are here visiting you got family or baptized you came out we want to tell you something anything you see here at new life that's bad it's got our fingerprints on it but anything you step away with and say man that's pretty good that's got god's fingerprints on it oh, yeah. amen because he's the one doing the work and we you know praise the lord he lets us work with him he says, come on tim We're going to to use you today. (laughs) like, yay. But we are co-labors together. That's what they're celebrating here. A common union, verse 42, is a broke bread. It was a connecting link of Jesus Christ. When we celebrated communion, we were celebrating that very fact. And he added to the church, verse 41 and verse 47, as we look at community, as we think of community, you say, well, what's the difference between communion and community? Does anyone wonder that? Somebody? God bless you. Oh, hey, Norm, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> what's the difference? Community, you know, communion, don't we have a common union? Yes. The common union that links us together is Jesus Christ. Amen? Without Jesus, we wouldn't know each other, most of us. And even with Jesus, some of you wish you didn't, right? <laughs> Oh no, how do we end up with that guy? Jesus is a connecting link between us. That's the communion, common union. Community is the end result of the common union. Are you with me? Community is common unity now. Jesus links us together and 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 and people continue to to get linked together and the end result is a common unity right Jesus being the connecting links to every one of our souls And so as folks come and and are added to our assembly, as God saves them, and we see them following in baptism, and and they say, hey, you know what? We want to be part of this common unity, or part of the common union in Jesus, but we want to unite as a body here. We want to attach ourselves here, because friends, I want to tell you something, the Common link never has a problem, right? Jesus Christ. There's no issue there. Common unity is all of us pulling together, uniting in one. But friends, let me tell you something. I don't know if you realize this. But in and of ourselves, none of us are perfect. Amen? So when you look at the community, we want to encourage you. Don't think that, well, wait a minute. That's not the perfect church. You got that right. (laughs) We are not the perfect church, but we worship a perfect God. Amen? Amen. And and that's what this is about. These weren't 3,000 souls that were then automatically perfect in their behavior. They were in their belief. Amen? Christ made them perfect in their spirit and soul. Amen? Boom. Cleaned them. They're they're ready to go. But when it comes to the the community, he's still working on us all. Amen? Amen. So that we celebrate what we call family. Today, as folks joined the family here, part of the common unity, the community, we celebrate that with God. We say, praise God that he continues to strengthen us. Because I want to tell you something. We were weaker before he brought you. In other words, there's something missing in us. There's always something, another component missing that God adds another component, another gift, another person, another strength. and, and, And God continues to build his body to be a strong body, a healthy body, a spiritual body, and an anointed body. Amen? That's what it's about. And it's his work in us. It's his work. And we celebrate that family common unity. That he makes. And today, as we close, we celebrate commitment. Verse 42 said, And they committed themselves. They committed themselves. Now, I know some of you think I should be committed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Did I hear an amen? I didn't want to hear an amen. You're supposed to say, Oh, no, 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 not you, Pastor. He said, Yeah, yeah, definitely. But commitment. Let me tell you something. You know what this is about? It's saying, you know, we're not just saved and floating around Jerusalem like they did. And, you know, it wasn't all these people, 3,000 got saved and just floated around islands themselves. The Lord said, no, no. I'm the common union between all of you 3,000 in Jerusalem that got saved. And he says, and my common union, God bless you, is going to bring you into a common community, common unity, I'm going to pull you together. And they said, you know what? We're going to commit to that. We're going to commit to what the, the Word of God we're going to commit to fellowship, we're going to commit ourselves uh, to, to communion, we're going to commit ourselves to being out and worshiping this great God that saved us, but we're also going to commit ourselves to serve the Lord, no matter what that looks like. I want to tell you something, Ryan and Caitlin didn't just start serving the Lord, they've been serving the Lord, amen? They've been serving in ministries with teens, with the kids downstairs. They've been serving in various aspects here. It's about committing yourself to serving God. Say, you know what? Jesus is worth my time, my energy, my efforts. Because anything that belongs to me automatically belongs to him. Right? We celebrate commitment. And today as we think of Ryan and Caitlin heading down to Haiti here in another month and a half. They are committing themselves. We celebrate that. We applaud that. And it, but it doesn't mean that we have to go to Haiti to serve God. Amen? We could serve him here in the, uh, his uh, property. I mean, this is his turf. We better serve him here. Amen? But we could serve him out there. Yeah, baby. You get out in that workplace, and you share the gospel, and you talk to them. And, you know, the other day I played golf for the first time this year. Looked like it. It was actually the second time in five years. By about the third hole, this guy I was playing with, didn't know, come to find out he's saved. You know, of course, you just start talking to him, just enter into it lightly. Can I ask you a question? Have you been born again yet? It works. And if they haven't been, they say, what are you, what are you talking about? Get out of here. If you have been, they'll just say, yeah. But you know what? The thing is, you can serve the Lord on a golf course. Amen? Praise the Lord. This guy Dave was saved. I was like, hey, it's awesome. We celebrated the next holes together. But you can serve God in a golf course. You can serve Him in the, in the workplace. You can serve Him in your community. You can serve Him in mother's cupboard. You can serve Him in the children's ministry. You can serve God. The question is not, where can I serve Him? The question is, am I serving Him? Amen? So I want to encourage you. Celebrate service and commitment to God. So you know what? I'm in. I am in. I'm not just a fan. I'm a follower. Right? And as Rusty's shirt says, not a fan. He wears a shirt, says not a fan. So that people say, What do you mean you're not a fan? He says, I am not a fan of Jesus Christ. And they go, oh. And he goes, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And they go, That's awesome, isn't it? However, amen. Do it. Whatever it is, just whatever it is. Serve God because the Lord Jesus Christ is worth it. Amen? Amen, amen. amen Hunter. Amen. <laughs> Hunter sits over here. I love the new Christians. There is give it to me, give it to me, <laughs> it's awesome, man, and I'll never embarrass you either, so don't ever worry about it, <laughs> hey, we, we, we love you, we love you, we're so excited God's working in the lives of people, those have been sa- recently saved, those have been saved for years, those who have yet to be saved, those who are growing, those who are just say, hey, you know what, I'm taking a step of spiritual growth, hey, man, we celebrate you, because we celebrate the God that's working in you, and we say, Lord, Keep pouring on us. Amen. Keep pouring on us. Keep pouring on us. Keep pouring on us. Keep pouring on us. We can't get enough of your Spirit's power. Keep working in us. In a moment, we're going to give an invitation. Maybe you're here today and say, you know what? I can sense God's Spirit's working today, and I I have a need. Maybe it's, who knows? Maybe you haven't been saved yet. Listen, that's okay. There was a time when none of us were saved. You know, there was a time in my life, I wasn't saved. All right? But someone had to encourage you, hey, this is a great day to get saved. We'll be glad to, there'll be folks here to pray for you. We'll be glad to lead you to Jesus. You, you say, you know what? I want to be like these guys. I said, they stood up and said, you know what? I've been saved, but I need to make that decision. I've never followed in, in believers' baptism today. I just want to make it known I want to. But maybe today it's rededication. Maybe today you need a healing touch. I don't know what everyone needs but I know a God in heaven sits right now on his throne and knows exactly what you need. Amen? And I also know when he talks to you you know what you need. Sometimes he squeezes the heart and it comes out the eyes, doesn't it? I want to encourage you. Let go of the seat in front of you. I watched someone the other day just gripped, held on, cried through the whole service. Let go. Just let go. Give it to God. Nothing to fear with Jesus. Amen? Amen? And He'll do nothing but shower you in blessings. Just shower you. Stand with me as we pray. Father, right now, what an exciting day it has been to see the changed lives. Folks have been saved. They give testimony that Jesus is the real thing and He really changes lives. Father, we celebrate that. We celebrated our common link, the common union in Jesus. We have celebrated our community. We are one in Christ as a family. We have celebrated our commitment to stand up and serve God as Ryan and Caitlin have. And now, Father, we want to celebrate our Christ. We want to celebrate by just coming and having you touch us some that are here that are broken-hearted, as Hunter shared, that he's so depressed, he's just so broken. Lord, you could heal the broken heart in others as well. For those that haven't been saved, save them today. Those who need that healing touch, may today be the day they don't quench the Spirit, they just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. Move in our midst for your glory and for our good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 The invitation's open. You come. You come. Ministry team's here to pray for you. You come. I'm going to ask right now, those who need a healing touch, come out. Just step out where you're at. Folks are coming to pray for you. You come. Need that healing touch, you come. If God's given you a word today, you come. God's spoken to you, you come. But others are coming and come. Worship for me and that thou me become to thee, Holy Land. Speaking to folks, come on.